0: Hey, this is Lauren Nicole, and you're listening to episode 58 of In Todd We Trust, the podcast that reviews the most popular movies and theaters and also gets off-topic. Today we'll be discussing Just Mercy.
1: All right, let's rock and roll. Uh, welcome to episode 58 of In Todd We Trust. Um, you can now access the podcast at ITW Podcast dot com uh, for spoiler free one sentence reviews and movie ratings, episode descriptions, song of the week playlist, movie soundtrack playlist, and a submission form to be a guest on the show. And you can listen to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts on Thursdays, as well as watch on YouTube. Uh, today we have Lauren Nicole up here. Uh, She's a local Detroit artist, uh, currently a junior in high school, right? Yes. Currently a junior in high school. Um, reached out via IG. Uh, so bringing her up here on to, uh, to review Just Mercy. Um, so a couple questions about uh, your path. And then how long have you been doing music? How long have you been singing?
0: Um, I've been singing, according to my mom, since I was six months. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that was obviously me just being a baby. Okay. But yep. seriously, probably, it's 2020 now, so I'd say like a year and a half.
1: Okay. Maybe. Got it. So yeah. have you always been able to sing and just not ever... Putting the music yes so have you done like choirs and stuff growing up
0: um when I was like six or seven I was put in the choir mm-hmm. I stopped because I'm an, also a dancer so it was oh, okay. really hard to do both at the same time got it so I did that for a little bit but then I kind of stayed in dancing I didn't even think I was gonna end up singing
1: really yes so what um which one do you like more dancing or singing
0: Ooh, I can't pick yeah they're both very equal
1: what uh what type of dance
0: uh, hip hop, ballet, jazz, contemporary, anything got you it. name it.
1: My sister was a dancer growing up. She had a ton of competitions I had to get got dragged to. Yes. Uh growing up and, you know, the whole whole day spiel. Oh my. What God. uh do you have a favorite style? Hip
0: hop. Yep. Yes. Okay.
1: Um yeah, it's uh it's tough because it's it's really cool to see. Like I mean, yeah. you know, looking back on it, like it was really cool to see the different styles of, of dance and different music. I mean, there's different songs I heard for the first time ever <laughs> at going to some of those competitions. So yeah. uh, it was definitely cool. Um, who is your biggest inspiration to sing?
0: Beyonce. Beyonce.
1: Beyonce, yeah, that's that's an easy one, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. A, that's a that's an easy pick. Yes. Uh, I had a friend actually recently tell me that they felt like uh, Beyonce was becoming less relevant, and I got, uh-huh. and I'm not like the biggest. Be- I like Beyonce, right. like obviously respect Beyonce. Yeah. My sister loves Beyonce, so I had no choice but to listen to her growing up, and obviously she has a ton of hits. Yeah. Uh, but I got like I got heated, like oh. in a heated argument, with one of my good friends about like <laughs> how I'm like, yo, what are you talking about? Beyonce's irrelevant. Like she just did this for Lion King last year, made 25 mil off of that. Yes. She did the Homecoming on uh, Dio with netflix oh she has obviously this upcoming thing with adidas so um so yeah i think she was a little bit biased my friend works for nike mm. and now she's doing this deal with adidas so i think she is a little biased yeah there. she
0: might be mad about the adidas i think so i'm like come on
1: get out of here like we yeah. can't don't disrespect her right. you know so she's um, a queen yeah absolutely and you're from detroit right yes what high school do
0: you go to i go to oxford high school right oxford. now Oxford.
1: okay god how far is that from around here
0: oh what would you say probably like i think like an hour and and a
1: half maybe oh wow okay so a little ways away yeah a little ways away okay gotcha um yeah i'm like i like i said before i'm new to the uh new to the detroit area so still learning or still in the area not from michigan originally so uh from cincinnati originally is where i grew up yeah yeah i grew up in cincinnati and then and then came up here for school and then you know been bouncing around and been here for a little while now so um when i went to the theater to see this what theater did you go to you have Imagine in Rochester. Okay, got yeah. it. I love Imagine. So I went to an Imagine too. Um today <laughs> Those seats. I went and saw this I love yeah, the recliner seats are everything. Yes. Um on uh I went this morning actually. Mm. So I went this morning to go see it and uh, like the ten forty five showing and it was six of us total in the theater, wow. and five of the six were all in the same row. I'm like, why did you all sit next <gasps> to me? And I picked my seat first. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have picked somewhere else. Exactly. Why would you pick it right next to me? Um, so I, I was salty about that. And someone smelled like alcohol, which I thought. Uh. like, I was like, okay, someone had a long night last night. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so that was, that was my movie-going experience. But, again, a great movie, so it's yes. worth it. Um, so, Song of the Week.
0: Um, playing games by Summer Walker.
1: Okay, I love Summer Walker. I had a yeah. Summer Walker song of the week a couple weeks ago. Hey, um, great, great artist. Um, my uh, similar uh, genre, okay. I, I would say, or similar style, my song of the week is by uh, Doja Cat, uh, and it's Say So. By Doja Cat. That's you my jam. Say, so. Yeah, yeah. I the, can love yeah, that the, f- song. yeah, the, the TikTok dance that goes within everything. Yes. Uh TikTok's definitely your generation. I am mm-hmm. still I still try to understand TikTok, but I'm like, <laughs> I feel like an old person now. It's crazy. And I and I work in marketing yeah. and I'm like, I should know more about this, but like it's just showing my age. But yeah. no, I love that song. i played it on repeat like since I heard it a couple weeks ago. Yes. Um, there's still a ton of music obviously gonna come out this year, but like I don't see a lot of them being uh, that i like more than Say So. It's just such a catchy song. Yeah. So I, I'm a sucker for songs that are like catchy beats that you can dance to. Mm-hmm. I love pop-ish songs or when you infuse like pop and hip-hop and you see right. way more of that now yeah. with uh, a lot more rap being like more melodic and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, Survive. that is, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's my jam. She has a, a couple of jams on that album. Yes. Um but uh, but yeah, so definitely looking forward to stuff that she has coming up. I know she just released something on SoundCloud actually, like a couple of days ago. Really? Yeah, I guess Ooh. like fans have been like really bugging her to drop this new single, and she yeah. dropped it the other day. I haven't had a chance to listen to it, but uh, but got to um, check it out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, upcoming now is our uh, random rapid fire round. So questions that you have no prep for. Uh oh, okay. That we're going. We got eight questions. Uh oh, it's, it's probably my favorite part of the the show actually. Oh gosh. So uh, you ready? I'm ready. All right. Uh, have you ever been falsely accused of something?
2: Mm.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was it? Did you share. <laughs> um,
0: let me see. I think me and my cousin, we were like on a playground, and these dudes were like messing messing with her. Yeah. Like saying something, and then one of the guys were like, "She said this," and I was like, "What are you talking about?"
1: Yes. Yeah, right. That. Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it turned into this big argument. It was a lot, but we got it resolved. <laughs> okay, good. It's
1: resolved. That's yeah. all that matters. Uh, would you rather spend seven years in prison? Or spend the rest of your life on the run? Oh. Yeah.
2: Dang.
0: I think maybe on the run. Because at run, least yeah. I'll be able to see things. Yeah, right. In prison, you're just stuck looking at four walls. I know. So
1: I know. That's I'm tough. Good. Yeah. That, and, and seven is like, uh, like a number where you're like, it's not super long, but it's like but it's long enough. Right. Yeah. It's long enough. And especially at this point in your life, like these are formative years. So to like Thanks. spend the next seven, that would be rough. Too uh, rough. If you were convicted of a crime, what would it be for?
0: Oh, Lord. Um, probably speeding. speeding <laughs> <Maybe that. laughs> I'm well, I, say, I don't know if your mom would appreciate that answer.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> would you uh, would you work at a, as a singer for uh, for a prison um, mm. for half a million dollars a year? Oh, like, that's just your career. You go every day, you go to the prison, and you just sing. I mean, inmates. I
0: probably I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, you're still getting the job done. You could be touching them. Yeah. Like that's their true. In the prisons. So. Very
1: true. Yeah. Very true. That's a good point. Um, which Michael B. Jordan role is your favorite?
0: Ooh, I like him in uh, not Wakanda. What's it called? Black, Black Panther. Panther. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I think that's a lot of people's uh, favorite for him. Yeah. Um, obviously, I mean, he's, he's in way more stuff mm-hmm. as the years go on. Man, you see, I feel like I see him all the time. Yeah. Um, would you rather watch all of Jamie Foxx's uh, works or, for the rest of your life or mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan's?
0: Mm. oh that's a really hard one yeah um i'd probably say jamie fox yeah. as of now just because i feel like he's been in a lot of things and i've seen so many of his so much of his work right and i don't know he just hits the spot yeah time i me. love jamie fox yeah
1: um go to slushy flavor at the theater um
0: blue raspberry
1: yeah that's mine too yeah if you had to rewatch the same movie for the rest of your life what would it be
0: You're hitting me with some good questions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm obsessed with Divergent series.
1: Okay, gotcha. Yeah, those were good. Mm -hmm. Those were good. I love uh, Shailene Woodson uh, a lot. Have you ever seen um, uh, Big Little Lies? No. With her in it? It's on HBO. Um, It's definitely worth a watch. It's good. It's based on a book. Um, it also has uh, Zoe Kravitz in it, Reese Witherspoon. What? Yeah, it's a lot of people. It's wow. a lot of people in it. Yeah. Nicole Kidman. It's a lot too. of people. Yeah, definitely look it up. <laughs> um, so, getting into the movie, uh, IMDb description for Just Mercy. A uh, world renowned civil rights defense attorney, Brian Stevenson, works to free a wrongfully Condemned death row prisoner. Mm. Um, it says world renowned, but you know, the cool part about this movie is that it's showing what led to him being world renowned. He yeah. wasn't world renowned going into it, otherwise, it probably would have been a little bit easier path right. than what he had. Yeah. Um, release date uh, was January 10th, it just came out this past weekend. A notable cast obviously Michael B. Jordan, uh, Jamie Foxx, Brie Larson, and uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Mm. Uh, director and writer was Destin Daniel uh, Creighton, who hasn't really done any big uh, blockbusters outside of this film. And runtime for the movie was two hours and sixteen minutes. Um, going into this movie, what were you thinking? What were you expecting? You know, do you have any like preconceived notions about
0: mm-hmm. it? Well, I wasn't really. I don't know what I, what I was expecting because yeah. I wanted to surprise myself. I didn't even know what the movie was about because yeah. I hadn't even, I hadn't even seen any ads or anything. So I was like, hmm, just mercy. Obviously, something about mercy is gonna be in it. Right. So I was like, I don't know what I thought, but right. I definitely that two hours and 16 minutes was worth the time yeah yeah it absolutely. was amazing i, I cried and so did my mom
1: yeah but we're not gonna talk about <laughs> that part <laughs> it was uh it was yeah it was definitely a really emotional film yeah. um and the length definitely was like all the entire um duration of the movie was leading up to that very emotional mm. ending and verdict obviously um which you understand going through it did feel long at parts like it was parts mm-hmm. where you're like oh man this is we still got another like 45 minutes, minutes or or hour, you know, so, but uh, but we got to it, and like I said, I thought it was a really good movie. Going into it, though, uh, I didn't know anything about the real-life story, to be Mm. honest. Um, I didn't look into the case prior to the movie, Mm -hmm. and sometimes I do that when it's based on a real story, just because I want to be surprised with the different twists and turns of the movie. Um, Obviously, if you know the whole story, then you're just watching how they portray it. You're not really surprised Mm -hmm. or shocked or, you know, I want to go into it not really knowing what to expect. So, it made the movie more enjoyable, I think. Um, So, that was one thing uh the narrative caught my attention because i'm a big jamie fox fan like i mentioned i really like brie larson i want to like michael b jordan michael <laughs> b jordan i go back and forth on man i yeah. uh, i just don't know I, I feel like he's the same guy in every film mm-hmm. and i feel like he's almost like a lesser will smith and what i mean by that is i think will isn't necessarily like the best act- i love will i love yeah. will smith let me start by saying that Shout out to as you. everyone does yeah um but um i don't know if he's like i don't think he's like the greatest actor i think gotcha. he's a good actor i don't think he's the best actor ever mm-hmm. um but he's super lovable yeah. he's a lovable guy off screen yes. you know you love him off screen and then all the characters he plays are really lovable yeah. um and i just can't get a, i think i can't connect with michael B. Jordan because i can't get a pulse of his personality off screen like mm-hmm. i don't know really who he is, who he is like you know will the, is funny you know will was a rapper you know his family you know right. all this stuff about will um but you don't know really much about michael like who does he date what yeah. is he like what's his fan, what was his upbringing like what yeah. does he like to do for fun like i don't know
0: right i you can know. see that for sure so
1: i think it's hard for me to connect par- partially because of that mm-hmm. um another question mm-hmm. not part of the random rapid fire but a, a good question nonetheless <laughs> uh-huh. uh do you think jamie fox mm-hmm. drake or donald glover aka childish gambina uh childish gambino wow um are more talented Who's more talented? Because they're all, the reason I bring them all up is because they're, they're three people who, one, I've heard this debate a little bit before, but also because they are three people who um, who have their, like, hands in a lot of different things, mm. whether it's singing, rapping, acting.
0: That is also really hard. I can't even, I can't pick on that one either because I feel like they all have, they're very unique and really get at what they do in their own ways. Yeah, that's like, true. Because Drake, he's more of a rapper. Jamie Foxx, he does a lot, all of it, and mm-hmm. so does... Um, What's it, childhood, yeah, <laughs> Yeah, computer, yeah. So I think I give them all tens in their own way. if yeah. that makes sense. I don't That's think fair. I can really like. That's yeah. fair.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think they're all. I think. There's clear-cut winners. I think for some of them, in terms of specific areas, right. So, act, like, I think I mean. you know, you can. It's easy to say yes. Drake has been the most successful with music. That's right, easy. That's an yeah. easy one. But he's not the most successful with acting. Exactly. You know, that one would probably be between Jamie and oh, I would say Jamie. Jamie's yeah, probably the, sure, definitely acting. acting and and producing and directing. Yeah. He's up. He's right there. Donald Glover, I think, has been able to like, you know, kind of maneuver through all of those a bit, yeah. and and he's a good writer too. He's right. more of a writer. Um, so he's written on shows and things that he hasn't even been on. So, um, so it's good. It's, it's, it's a good conversation. I think yeah. again, not to, not to put one down. They're all right. very successful and really good. Um, I knew going into the movie that obviously it was going to end with him being freed, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that's also what urged me to go see it. Cause I think if, If I didn't know if it wasn't based on a true story, then Mm -hmm. I would have been, like, this film would have been really rough to watch. Mm -hmm. If at the end he didn't, he still got the death sentence. Mm -hmm. So that would have been really rough. Um, And then also before going into the movie, I saw that um, a ton of people, similar to Black Panther, people paid for uh, screenings, free screenings. So Kanye and Kim paid for free screenings, uh, Common, Kobe, uh, John Legend, and then some companies as well. So Microsoft, Facebook. Goldman Sachs, the Los Angeles Lakers, Cleveland Cavaliers, Sacramento Kings, San Francisco 49ers, L.A. Rams, and Atlanta Falcons all paid oh for God. theaters for people to go see this for free. So it obviously has made a very huge impact, impact already, yes. and it hasn't even been out, you know, a full week yet. So oh, That um, is amazing. Yeah, so it's, it's really cool. I know there are select theaters that came out in, in uh, Christmas, mm-hmm. so maybe some of those bigger cities that came out, but... um, but, yeah, I thought that was really cool to see because um, it is an important story. It and is. I think, you know, not only just for civil rights, but just like humanity and yeah. doing the right thing, even mm. when it's tough. Um, right. So a lot of those lessons in it. Uh, I th- one of the biggest things in the movie, obviously, that touches on is race relations mm-hmm. in our country. Um, and which is crazy because this wasn't that long ago. You know, this know, was that's this. What made me yeah. Like, what? Yeah. It makes you jump back a bit. Yeah. Um, I know like for the you know, the case was happening in 1993. With the final case, I should say, Mm -hmm. and um, that's the year I was born. So you Mm. know, to really think like, wow, like that was not that long ago, you know. So um, definitely, you know, kind of hits home when you see that. And again, not it's down south, but. You know, it's not so far where you're like it's not like this remote. Like you know, mm-hmm. it's easier I think when you watch these films and it happened in the 1800s or right. it was 1920 something. Right. But when it's when you can grasp the time period, or you're like, oh, yes. like, like yeah, I was like, just
2: born a few years. Right. after Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's
1: kind of it's kind of weird. It is. Um, and I typically don't watch movies in um, that are set like racism in the south because mm-hmm. it just you just hate the feeling. Like it yes. just makes you upset. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what it, do you have a favorite movie that is set in that time period, or even like a Twelve Years a Slave, where it's mm. still race relations, but not in that is obviously a bit predated eight hundred, eighteen hundreds, but
0: mm-hmm. um, I'd say it's Just Mercy if I'm being just honest. really, yeah, yes, yeah. I feel like that one, the other ones touched me really like deeply too, but mm-hmm. this one I don't know what it was about. I think just the whole storyline and the plot of it, mm-hmm. and believe it or not, because like I said, I hadn't like did any research on mm-hmm. it. I at one point thought he wasn't gonna be freed.
1: Really? Okay. Yeah.
0: So like that's why I started crying. But yeah. then towards the end, obviously he got freed. Right. I feel like just the support and how hard um, Brian or Michael B. Jordan went right. for him, it really touched me because I feel like the whole message was um, keep going no matter how many no's you get because yeah. somebody's yeah. gonna say yes. But right. if you if you stop, you're guaranteed to no. Right. For however long right. you fight. So I just that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. And I'm in the time of my life right now where I'm like getting no sometimes. Yeah. But, so, it, I don't know, it hit home.
1: Yeah, but especially with the music ahead. industry. Like, you're probably going to get a ton of no's. Oh and, my God. I mean, you hear that story with, I mean, I think any artist ever, yes. you, you know, you hear their stories about, yeah, I like, try to play my demo tape here, and this person shut the door on me or right. told me to get out their face, <laughs> now you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yes, it's, you know, you like hear that. all those where people doubt it, um, people doubted them. So, yeah, that that is true, and... um I mean, I think you see that in this movie with him searching for the truth, trying to mm. find witnesses to come up and speak forward. Yes. Obviously, they had a lot of, I mean, they showed literally getting the door slammed in their face mm-hmm. until they came to people who were, you know, whether it was the cop who, yeah. you know, got uh, kicked off the force and then, came, you know, went up on the witness stand or, mm-hmm. you know, searching for evidence and, you know, they did, they did it all where you could have easily, again, like they like mentioned, you know, you went to Harvard, so you right. could have stayed up north, you could have done something else, paying way more money. You know, um, without having to put your life at risk. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think that it definitely shows that it, um, well, I do think when people go into situations, uh, where there's prejudice, I think it's important not to be super shocked about it. I Mm -hmm. think you have to know what you're getting into. Yeah. Um, and I think that you see that with Michael B. Jordan where it was, even though he got down there, I think he didn't realize how bad it was. I think he knew it was bad. Right. Like he, he was didn't. aware. But then he, when he got down there and even you see, you know, the, the look on his face when the cop told him to strip down, you Ooh, know. that part made me I know. so mad. It just fires you up. Oh, my God. That made me so mad. It fires you up. Yes. And, um And I think with that, you know, with that part, you know, you're seeing him realize oh, wow, this is going to be an uphill battle. Exactly. Um, or even when he got, like, pulled over mm-hmm. for no Ooh. reason. You know, things like that. Yeah. And um, him continue to go forward. Because I think a lot of times it's, it's easy. It's mm-hmm. easy to give up in those. Um, very easy, obviously. Very easy. Um, when your life's at risk or you're humiliated mm-hmm. or your pride is, is hurt. So. Yeah. Um,
0: Especially when you're doing something for somebody else, too. Like, the fact that he was... I mean, obviously, he was doing it for himself to, like, prove, like, you know what? Like, these people deserve a chance. Yeah. But when you are risking your life for someone, that's a whole other different... Like, that's a whole other story. Yeah. Very
1: true. Yeah. When you're putting your life on the line for a stranger, complete stranger at this point, um, you know, it's easy to kind of back off. And and no one would have blamed him. You know, if he would have said, hey, this is too much. Yeah. but, uh, But, yeah. And I think um you know i think with any type of minority group or black community specifically you know Mm. there's a there's a ton of focus on equal rights and Mm. and getting you know equal footing and equal opportunities and as important as that is i think also what i just was thinking about watching this movie and movies similar to it is how it's important to also uh, educate youth on not putting themselves in compromising compromising situations Mm. knowing the type of world we live in Mm -hmm. so you know if you know Hey, it's, like, I'll I'll use an example. Growing up, uh, I grew up in Ohio, and Mm -hmm. um, the area, I I didn't have any really crazy situations where, I, you know, it was prejudiced, like, you know, where my life was in danger. But I remember when I started driving, 16, Mm -hmm. got my license, my mom would be really nervous if I went out and drove at night. Mm -hmm. So she'd be really, like, cautious about, like, hey, you can't drive super late at night. Not that I don't think that you're a good driver or anything. It has nothing to do with that. But more so, like, I would be fearful if you get pulled Pulled over over somewhere. Um, so and you just sad. never know and, and the area I lived in was predominantly white yeah. and um, and uh, and so yeah and it was you know that's just what it was at the time I understood at the time but I understand it more now mm-hmm. and I think it's again it she would have been doing a disservice if she would have just said oh yeah go out like if you get pulled over you're not doing anything wrong like yeah you're right but you gotta know the country we're living in exactly and that not you know again not every cop is crooked or not every white cop is bad that's not true most of them are good yeah but there are still the percentage that that yeah that aren't that are prejudiced and that you know whether i mean it doesn't necessarily have to be a white cop it could be any cop that could be you know uh crooked or have ulterior motives so just having that awareness going into situations is important. For sure. Um, and again, it just I think that as you think more about that, you just really think, wow, this Brian Bryan Stevenson, this actual character in real life, he really was willing to risk it all. You know, and his mom was felt the same way. You yeah. know, just like any mom. That's his she mom, was so upset she was him. so upset, and she knew. You know, even like she said to him. I understand that your heart's in the right place. I understand mm-hmm. that you have this purpose, but it's still a hard pill to swallow that, exactly, you know, I know what you're getting into, mm-hmm. um, maybe even more than he did. Yeah, you know? for sure. So, um, you know, so, yeah. So I think that just speaks to his integrity and just doing the right thing. I think that was one of the biggest themes, too, of just doing the right thing, mm-hmm. even if it may cost you your life. Yeah. So, um, so it's tough. It's tough.
0: It is. I um, think my favorite part was when – a lot of people come on saying you're going to be making a lot of people upset. And he yeah. was like, well, good thing I don't care about making people upset or right. how they feel. This is right or wrong. Stru- so flat out, yeah. You got to do what you got to do.
1: Yeah. And I think you see that a ton of times today, too. Like, I think, um, I mean, you see those situations in your life all the time where you have to make a right or wrong decision. Mm-hmm. Or, some, you know, sometimes everything's not so black and white. There's some gray. Yeah. But, um, but even in that where you have to make this decision, that's a tough. That's tough. You know, and it's so easy to do the wrong thing. So easy. Um, but yeah, even if it's you know a small decision, but yeah, it's uh it's tough. And uh, and I think that that you just you have so I had so much respect for this character and, and Brian. And again, it you went from being, and even, even when he shared a bit of his story mm-hmm. to um to uh Walter to Walter McMillan. Um, you know, he was sharing like, hey, I came from a, an area similar to you. And that's where, I, you know, I grew up and, you know, what drove him was his grandfather, you know, yeah. being, being murdered and, you know, no one really doing any work to, to find his killer. So um, I think that's important, too, mm-hmm. um, for him to share that. And I think it's important, too, that um, even if he didn't have that story, yeah. that even if it was just, I just want to do the right thing, mm-hmm. that that's just as valid. Exactly. Because, um, you know, if you are in a position where you can help others, you know, that should be enough. Exactly. Force. There shouldn't um, be any...
0: Extra, like, oh, no, it's yeah. the right thing to do. Yeah,
1: and I think you see that, unfortunately, so much where people, you know, you see so many people have ulterior motives that you're mm-hmm. almost, like, unwilling to trust them yes. because you just assume yes. that, you know, they must have an angle here and mm-hmm. not that, you know, this person is just genuinely trying to do the right thing. Right. Um, you know, Brian, uh, like I said, my mother would be equally upset. Um, I actually, I told her, so I'm, rec- I'm, I'm in the process of attempting to move to Cali. So yeah, so okay. so yeah, attempted to move there. So I, it's it's so uh, it's so I hate the cold. I've always hated the cold. Yeah, uh, and too. and I keep moving to cold places. <laughs> like prior yes. to living here, I lived in Chicago. Ooh. And uh, and I just I don't know I, I always complain every winter I complain about the cold mm-hmm. and I'm like man I'm gonna leave and I just don't yep so now I'm like okay I'm actually do it yeah so in the process there but it's funny like my mom not as exact you know obviously exaggerated as as uh, Michael B Jordan's mom in the film yeah but she's like that's so far like mm-hmm. you know and I'm like wow, like I gotta I gotta do my own thing mom. Right. like I'm a grown man I can't yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's uh it's funny seeing those parallels and that's what I was kind of thinking in the theater um, being a lawyer you know I. I was looking at, you know, obviously that's not my path. You know, again, that's some people's path and everyone has their own calling. But um, I imagine it probably would be really tough to lose a case, especially Mm. at these stakes where Mm. if losing a case means someone loses their life. Um, That's a lot of stuff. It's so much pressure. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. And I just I don't know if I would be able to deal with that. I, I feel like it's probably similar to like a doctor. Who um, sure. who lose the patient. Mm-hmm. You know how do you how do you brush that off and move on to the next exactly. thing? Exactly.
0: That'll give you that could give you like low key like some type of mental problem. Yeah. Because you you feel would like think
1: it's yeah. Your fault. yeah. 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 like how do you move on without that blame? And obviously it's you know no blame is on them. Right. But um I feel like you know not only blame but then self doubt would set mm-hmm. in. You know I'd almost feel like man am I a good lawyer? Or, man mm-hmm. am I a good doctor? Should I stop? Yeah. You know am I putting people at risk? You know so um that'll be hard to shake off. Yeah. For and sure. I was thinking a little bit about that too. In the film,
0: that was um, deep. I didn't think
1: about that part. Yeah, it just—I mean, it just when when you—and I, I think it was important that they showed Herbert um, how he Ooh. lost his life. I mean, obviously that was just the most emotional part, probably in the mm-hmm. film, one of them at least. Um, you know, a lot of roller coasters with emotions in this movie, but yeah. um, with Herbert, um, I think it was important that they showed that part of the story where he lost that case and Herbert yeah. died because it just—it reminded you. You know things were going really well. It mm-hmm. looked like you know he got his office. Yeah. It looked like he was gaining traction. He was getting evidence, and I think it was important that in the middle of the movie they reminded us what was at stake. Yeah. So it was like, yo, it's it's people's real lives at stake. Like they like people actually die. People right. actually will get killed here this is without real life. the yeah yeah. So I think that was really important pivotal part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for me at least, where I was just like, you know, I think everyone you sit there and it's just kind of like you can't, you know. You can't almost like move in the theater. You're just like watching. Oh
0: my God! Watching. I swear, we, me and my mom <coughs> were just like, what the? Like we They're didn't even know it, how yeah. to feel. Yeah. It was crazy. It's a
1: lot. It's a lot to to take in. Um, but um, but you know, and you learn to, you know, again, the movie's long, but it's long for a reason. So mm-hmm. you know, again, to develop those uh those feelings as the audience towards these characters. So you start mm. to feel connection to Herbert. Yes. You start to feel connection to Walter. So. You know the short of the film is you don't necessarily get those connections, or mm-hmm. it doesn't really mean as much exactly. when Herbert dies. But when they actually walk you through who oh, he was, he fought in the army, his his story, then fighting to get him out, mm-hmm. us feeling like wow, they actually have a case. Yeah. And then it not working, and him oh. actually dying, it makes it that much more real. Mm-hmm. So then, um, so I think it's they did it. the writing was really good in this movie. I think.
0: Very good, phenomenal at um, that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Amazing. So I think I mean, like you said, it being you know your favorite movie that kind of deals with social injustice i think that i mean i think it definitely deserves to be in that conversation for one of the top ones yes. um, especially because it's a real story too
0: mm-hmm. <clears throat> that makes it hit home even harder 100 real
1: 100 percent. so and it's and it's it's real and it's not super distant mm-hmm. so i think when it's longer ago it's easier to go well that was a long time ago you right. know 12 years of slave well that slavery was a long time ago i think right. it's easier for people to dismiss it mm-hmm. i think it's harder when it's 1992, right. 1993, 1994, mm-hmm. like, and that's tough. Only 2020. Yeah, yeah. So. That's how, tar- oh, lights went off. <laughs> I don't know, I think we just got to move around. Here, I'll go in and stand up and, oh, there, there we go. go. Yeah, we just had to move. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys, some technical difficulties if you're listening. Um, but, yeah, I think it's it's easier to really feel it when, when mm-hmm. when it when, you know, you have that time period that's so close, especially if you live in the South. Ooh. If you live in the South and, you know, Alabama and you're, I'm 26, like I said, I was born in 1993, so anyone – 26 older even not 26 older if you just live around Alabama mm-hmm. that's like whoa that's yeah. like that's close
0: hometown yeah yeah
1: so uh, so that's crazy Walter um I think he had a it was interesting how they had his character and I mean I say I call him a character but he's actual you know figure in real life yeah but um, it's interesting how they brought up like his cheating mm-hmm. so um, it did make more it did lend more context to why he was the scapegoat in this situation yeah. Because there was already some animosity about him having an affair with a white woman. Right. So that made a little bit more sense where where it was like, you know, at the beginning you're just like, Okay, as you're putting the pieces together, okay, he's framed, but like, why him? Right. You know, why like why out of all black people, why yeah, this black guy? That's definitely the part, part I was confused on at first. So that was yeah, it was just like where is the connection? Like do they have a vendetta against him or did right. he have a you know, he seems like a quiet dude just mm-hmm. doing his work. So why this guy? Mm-hmm. So it made more sense and it lended more context to, okay, um, you know, he had an affair with. I thought it was going to tie back in more to that. Like, mm-hmm. I thought we were going to see the woman he cheated right. with and there would maybe be a connection like, oh, the woman is married to one of the cops. Or I thought yeah. it was going to be some type of connection there. Um, but it wasn't. And I think that the reason they didn't do that is um, because they showed us, like, hey, it doesn't matter who she was. Exactly. Just the fact that she was white was enough to set off this it's kind of chain reaction. It's really messed up.
0: It is. Like, it's
1: messed type up. What sense does that make? It's messed up and it's... Uh, It's encouraging to see how far we've come Mm. in 30 years or so, about about 30 years. Mm -hmm. Um, But then also, you know, it is is disturbing to see how 30 years ago it was like, and I mean, again, that stuff still happens. You know, and and no matter how long, you know, time goes on, there's still going to be evil. There's still going to be prejudice at 100%. Mm -hmm. It's going to be present. Um, that is some crazy karma, though. Like, that, was yes. I was thinking, I was like, man, wait, what a way for karma little, to come back. Right, <laughs>
0: that's probably one of the worst karmas I've ever seen. Yeah, like, hey. man, I was
1: like, sheesh. Um, that was rough, but, um, mm-hmm. I definitely thought, uh, I'm glad that this didn't happen, but Darnell, who, uh, who provided his testimony, I thought he was going to die. I was Me like, he's too. a dead man walking. Yes. Um, but I was happy that he didn't die. Yes. Um, that would have been too much. i glad
0: he ended up speaking up, too. Yeah,
1: yeah, so I'm glad he came forward, um, I felt where he was coming from, though. Mm -hmm. So, again, where it's like, hey, man, like, I understand, I you know, I love Walter just as much as the next guy, but, like, I don't want to lose my life to save him. Yeah. He just wanted to survive. He just wanted to keep his job. Exactly. So, and it's just such a dire, again, such a dire time at that point in that city. So, and, and, you know, if you're living in that city, you've never been anywhere, Mm -hmm. he probably didn't know that it's probably better up north. Or he probably didn't know it was probably better other places. Again, not to say it was perfect, but – when you're in that bubble and you just feel trapped and can't get out, mm-hmm. you know, that has to be a really, a rough feeling. It has to feel almost similar to imprisonment, yeah. you know? So, um,
0: cause you're stuck. Yeah. You can't go nowhere.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? So based on, you know, whether it's pro- poverty or where you're living at, you know, it's just, that's rough. That was Very. rough to see. Um, and, uh, and yeah, that was just, that was really, that was really rough. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that, uh, I definitely was worried when they didn't win that initial court case. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, like you didn't know how it was going to end.
0: Yes, I was like, he's he's done. He's yeah. not. But thank, I'm just so happy it ended up like working out well. But the way they played that scene out made it seem like this was this is literally the end. Yeah. Cause, and, and then at that point, you don't know how much time is left, too, because right. you're just sitting in the movie theater. So it's like, right. how is this going to end? Is he going right. to live? or? But thank God the Supreme Court actually...
1: Yeah, because it could have, yeah, you're good. Um, because, yeah, it could have went different ways. I mean, you exactly. do see that in movies where it's like, I mean, it's real life, so mm-hmm. it doesn't always end with this happy fairy tale. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, when they initially, you know, lost that case and they took him back to the cell and he started to fight back, mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, man, what are you doing? But then I thought, man, you feel like you don't have anything to fight for anymore. Right. So, or live for anymore, so it's like, what does it matter now? That's You true. know what I mean? At this point, like, you know, I don't care what they do to me. Exactly. So, um, I just... Couldn't even, you know, you're trying to put yourself in that mindset of uh, just hopelessness, mm-hmm. and I think that's the the roughest part. There is just the the feeling of, you know, when you're in, if you're in prison or any situation, that's not a good situation. Mm-hmm. If you can see light at the end of the tunnel, it's a lot easier to make it through because you're like, okay, if it's you know whether it's seven years in prison or five days, yeah. you're like five days. You're like, okay, prison seems a lot less bad if you're exactly. there for five days. If you're there indefinitely and it's just like you're going to die we haven't told you what day you're going to die but you yeah. are going to you are going to get the death penalty oh. I mean, how do you even mentally cope with that? Yeah. Like, how do you really bring yourself to be at peace? Ca- exactly. How do you bring yourself at you, peace with you that?
0: You can't, and then it's you have to wait too. Like, they don't even tell you when right. you're going to do it, so you're, it's just like a waiting game. Like, okay, it's tomorrow. It could be tomorrow. It could be yesterday. Yeah. For all you know. Right. So I think just the the buildup of like, okay, when is it going to happen? is yeah. What probably gives them a lot of anxiety too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then like especially with um with Herbert. Cause mm. he, you know, he was, you know, they're fighting for him up until the last day. Yeah. So he has hope, 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 and then boom, you find out the next day it didn't go through, mm. and now you're being killed. So, um, so yeah, I think that that was just that was rough. I think it was really, um, I, I don't know if I want to say enlightening or mm-hmm. just um, it just it just was really deep when he uh, and when I say he, I mean Walter said, you know, you gave me my truth back. So when he lost the case, but he was like, I, you know, and he's apologized. He said, nothing to apologize for. You gave me my truth back. Regardless of what happens now, everyone knows the truth. Everyone knows I didn't kill that girl. So, um, you know, again, the the courts are not going to, you know, at that point, didn't think he was going to make it out. Mm-hmm. But just being able to die at peace, knowing that his family, the public right. all know the, the truth. Yeah. Um. I, I, you know, I felt that. I definitely felt that because um, I do think it's more important a lot of times for I know for me personally, mm-hmm. you know, whether you're liked or loved by people just for them to know you. Exactly. So getting your truth out. So, OK, this is who Ty Barnett is. Like, mm-hmm. you know, whether you like it or love it, you know who I am. So I right. think when there's. A lie, or you know, there's a you know misconception about mm-hmm. who you are. That's that's rough to live with, exactly. or to definitely to die with. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Because
0: you're going out with people thinking something of you that isn't true. Yeah. And you can't. It's not like you can be here to to defend uh, yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So that makes it a lot harder for sure.
1: Yeah, it was um it was rough um. Herbert, like I said, I think it was, unfortunately, he had to be the one to die. Um, and I think, it, again, in the story, they could have done a story that fo- that just focused solely on Walter and not on Herbert. But I think it was important, again, like I said, to really show us the stakes of, like, this is real, like, yeah. this happens. Um, you know, it's, it's tough because he didn't get the proper help he needed for his PTSD. Yeah. Um, you know, granted, obviously, he should have been confined in a confined space he should have been getting mental health Mm -hmm. um treatment and I think it's it's you know obviously at this point in time uh the conversation around mental health has grown a lot bigger and the talk around it has gotten a lot more over the last 30 years even the last five years really sure um but that's so that's good to see the progress there but um but again back then not only did he not was it not as big but then also him living in the south racism playing a factor mm-hmm. it's kind of was thrown out the window yeah. um obviously still it should have been in jail you know you blew a girl up so yeah um but at the same time you know uh you they had to understand that you know if you take the look at the whole picture exactly. look at all the, all the things around it who he was um that he really had no malice in doing that yeah at least you know at least that's how it was portrayed and i, I truly believe that based on the facts that we got yeah for uh, sure. that he had no malice behind that action mm-hmm. um but that's rough, you know. That's yeah. rough, and that's rough for the girl's family. I'm sure yeah. to to you know accept that too and forgive him and move forward and yeah. say you know Hey, he didn't mean he's sick." Right. But um. But yeah, I, I think that um you know it's easier said I guess on my side, but yeah. uh, but you know it is it is rough to see.
0: It is for sure.
1: Um. But yeah, when he said you know when Herbert also had a quote that I thought was um, interesting when he said you know well I don't want to end up, uh, I don't want to end up. With you, um, to be honest, and uh, or no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, no, no, no he didn't <laughs> say that. He didn't say that. I was thinking that in the theater. No, I'm, I'm reading. I'm like, he didn't say that, but I was like, that's what I said when he was yeah. saying that. Uh, they were when he was going off to be executed, mm-hmm. and they were like, um, we're with you, her, and mm-hmm. I was in my head. I was like, you know, I actually like. Well, if they would have taken him out and be like, you want to go with him? Like, yeah, I would go. Like, oh, I don't uh, know if I want to go. I don't know. I'm with you in spirit. I don't yeah, know if I want to be down spirit. there with you. But uh For sure. But yeah, I you know, I don't know. It was it was uh that was interesting cuz what do you say? What do you say? You know, you have right. to provide some that's your friend, you want to add some support, but like what do you say? I mean, right. we've all been in situations like that where our friends say, you know, I don't know whether it's like your friends go into a class that they don't want to go to, and you're mm-hmm. like, hey, good luck, good or luck, whatever. Buddy. Yeah, Absolutely. you don't really know what to say. Right. Um, or someone loses, a, you know, someone's playing a sport and they lose. Mm-hmm. How do you encourage them? You That's know what I mean? True. Oh, you'll get them next time, or, you know, right. you don't really know what to say. Because at the how- end
0: of the day, they're going to feel how they feel. Yeah, no matter exactly. What you say. So it's
1: like, exactly. You,
0: you might be able to get them a little bit, but especially when it comes to death, I don't know I mean, what yeah. you can say at that point. I
1: mean, you're wa- literally, you're walking, you're saying bye for the final time, going to the electric chair. Yeah. So, um, I mean, there's not. I mean, to say we're with you, like, and they just they clink the the yeah. tens, and that's about all they can do. That part um, made me cry too. It's rough. It's it's mm-hmm. rough, man, because it's just like this is really happening. Like mm-hmm. this is actual people. This is actually how the death sentence works. Like this mm. is like actual history. So, that's crazy. Um, so yeah, that's rough. Uh, probably the most hated character. I mean, he did the right thing at the end, but Ralph Myers. Oh my gosh. He
0: made me so mad. Yeah. He made me mad because I feel like instead of looking at the brighter picture, all he cared about was his image and how he looked to the people in his area. Yeah, he wasn't looking at what was right or wrong. It was just like, well, I want to look good to my boss. I want to look good to my people. Blah, right. blah, blah blah blah. But it's like, who cares about your image? It's it's
1: yeah. It was um. It you know it's. And again, I you know, you have to do the right and wrong thing yeah. and I think for him it was even more of like, hey man, like this isn't even that hard of a dis- I mean, I get it. It's, it's kind of tough, but like, yo, man, this people's lives at stake. Like you're, you know, you're talking about just a uh, few people being pissed at you. But right? like, I mean, you're not even and it's not even like you're letting free someone who actually did it. Exactly. Let's say he actually did murder the girl and all you did was instead of making it the death penalty, you made a life sentence. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. Right. But to uh, Take someone who did not do it, right. and then you're like, well, he's got to die for my image. That, you know, that's yeah. rough. So, yeah. um, you know, he, he really upset me. Um, the guy who uh, testified or uh, wrongly testified against him and then turned it back around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so happy he came through at the end because I thought he was going to really go up there and be, you know, fearful know, and back out again. I, don't know. I was I'm like, like bro, please. you're in jail anyway. Like, you're in prison for the next right. however many years anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I thought um, it was
0: um, smart for um, Ryan to go to the side where that one police yes, officer to was to black him off, yeah. Uh huh. Because that's all he was thinking about. Like, I don't want to get punished because of him. Yeah. But as soon as he stepped to the side, he was like, "Yeah, or no, it didn't happen at all. No, it didn't happen at all." Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. So that was that was a powerful moment. Um, and then you know it's funny. Uh, so Eva in the movie Bree Bree Larson in the film, mm-hmm. who is Michael B Jordan's assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't. So I always think it's odd when they get like big name actors. Uh, cause I think she might've been, if she wasn't, she was, she was either the top build or mm-hmm. one of the top build actors or actresses in the movie. Um, why would you get such a big, um, star to mm-hmm. play a, a supporting role that really didn't need to be played by a star? Like I think it didn't, like she <laughs> yeah. didn't add anything to the film. I kind of right. forgot she was in yeah. it at times. It could have been, I mean, they could have found a no name actress and not spent as much on the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and I don't think anyone who went to see the film was drawn in by the fact that she was in it right i don't i mean I love her i I think yeah. she's a great actress. I, she's one of my favorite um but I didn't go see it because she was in it i don't, right. I wouldn't have mattered if who was in that role yeah um for that sure. was the focus exactly um so I always think that's just just something random that <laughs> yeah. I think is uh, that' I always find odd yeah um the uh you know I, something obviously that this film touched on a ton uh was just our the legal system, you know yeah. the legal system and death row in general in that conversation. Um, and you know, like we mentioned before, just again, not knowing when you're going to die, just going day to day. Um, if you'd be executed, it's just, I mean, I couldn't, you can't wrap your head around
2: Mm-mm. it. No, not at um, all. Um,
1: yeah. And it's just rough. And how do you look at someone and tell them, um, you know, they should die. So th- I think right. that would be rough for me to look at someone and say, Hey, you're getting the death penalty. Like how do, how could I make that decision?
2: Exactly. Um, and
1: I obviously, I understand that, you know, people are in there for a plethora of re- some people are serial killers and you know, whatever yeah. it is, but to just really look at someone and say, you know there's nothing that could redeem you mm-hmm. you know I, I you're not even going to have the opportunity to you know seek mercy or right. you know
0: right you're just you're going to die
1: you're going to die and that's just i uh, for one human to do to another and again i you know not to be political cuz again you can have different thoughts on the mm-hmm. subject and you know um i've never had a situation where a loved one was brutally murdered and yeah. you know you're you're faced with that decision but mm-hmm. um but yeah i just find that this this would be really hard yeah, to, say, to say you to know somebody to somebody yeah sure. to want someone to die so um mm-hmm. you know that's just you're thinking about that throughout the movie um you know coping with prison in general even if you're not you know dying just mm-hmm. like wrapping your head around prison and being within you know those four walls yeah. like how do you wrap your head around I'm here for the rest of my life
2: right for something you did not do
1: hey that's even i mean that's, that's even, even worse man i mean i couldn't i couldn't imagine yeah. and like i said again going back to being a lawyer i no part of that seems appealing to me again whatever, um, you know, whatever your calling is and that's what, yeah. you know, you're meant to do then by all means. But I just, that, just seeing that day to day, like so much despair, yeah. you know, especially in that field, you know, um, mm-hmm. that specific type of lawyer. Um, and just even back to the scene with, uh, with Herbert. Mm-hmm. So when he's getting executed and they have, um, and they have, they're setting up to watch him. And I think that they did that almost. that was another part that just kind of realized how sick, that culture was they were set they were setting up chairs like it was like it was a movie. Yeah. Like they were I setting like, up chairs like all right we're all gonna go watch what? this execution. How do you
2: I could do not that. Do
1: like that. how do you yeah. I couldn't bring myself to watch someone die.
2: No. That'd um, be like
0: a, a scar in your mind forever. Yeah. You can't You can't
1: forget it. you can't even see that. You're never gonna forget that image. No.
0: Is it um, still like that? Do you know if people still like watch it today?
1: I don't know. I don't know, that's a good question. And I don't know what actually, you know what? I'm about to Google it right now.
0: <laughs> because I don't know how you can go through that and be the same.
1: Uh, let's see, death sentence legal. Let's see, capital punishment is a legal penalty in the United States, currently used by 29 states, uh, the federal government, and the military. So, yeah, there's still a ton of states that, that have the death it penalty. Went. Yeah, that's Gosh. wild. Wow, let's see. I'm actually about to look up which ones have it. Right. Uh, we're sitting here. I'm just curious. <laughs> Might as well. Um. Uh, states that have abolished the death penalty. So there's some states that have abolished it. Mm-hmm. Michigan abolished it. Um so that's good to know. Yeah. Uh Ohio has not Ohio Ooh. still has it. Uh Cali still has it. Mm, mm, mm. Oh man. I might just stay here, man. <laughs> just in case I, you know, commit a crime <laughs> oh, or something. Lord. I don't plan on committing any crimes soon, yeah. but any heinous crimes, but uh but yeah, no, that's that is crazy though. Yeah. The 29 states so more than half of our country. Um very crazy. Um I uh I was uh, while watching, I was also thinking too like how do you pick a song? Or like a final meal right. for like your like when you die. Like, I wonder what the oddest like song that someone's picked, yeah, is. Or, yeah. like, yeah, because like crazy. it's like at that point, you're like, I don't care what they play, right? Like, I don't, yeah, like
0: there's no point at this point,
1: man, exactly at all. Um, something that Ralph said when when they were, um, that was another quote that like really stuck out. It's probably mm-hmm. the most vivid quote in the in the movie mm-hmm. when he said, you know, every breath, like when he was talking about when they put him in there to scare him, they put him in death row to get him to uh, to, um.
2: Not tell the truth. To
1: testify, yeah, to, t- yeah, yeah. Yeah, to wrongfully testify against uh a Walter. He um said, every breath you take just gives you uh, another taste of the man they just killed. Because mm. you can smell the burning flesh. Mm. And I was like, that's just such a vivid and disgusting image. Yeah. Um, but again, I think it's just the movie did a really good job in terms of writing, of just really putting you into the movie. The
2: situation, Like, you really right.
1: felt like, you know what I mean? Like, man, it really had you thinking like, man, they're really stuck in jail. Or like, man, they're really about to like head to their death. or like, man, yeah. they're really like, that, I felt it. Like, I think the movie did a really good mm-hmm. job. I don't know if it was just the, the imagery, mm-hmm. that, you know, the acting. Um, but they did a really great job, they I felt did. like.
0: the did. Um, Ralph even looked like the real Guy, yes, yeah. I was like, What? Yeah, they all look like the real, twi- yeah, yes, they all look like the crazy. real people. They
1: did a good job with casting, mm-hmm. really great job with casting.
0: You can tell they took their time, they on did plotting everything and putting everything together. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. they did it nice. Um, and again, at, even at the end, the characters they chose to like to, um, to focus on again, seeing at the end how it actually happened in real life and mm-hmm. how you know they stuck to the facts. Um, seeing that, uh, the one guy spent 30 years. Before being freed mm-hmm. um, oh, for a crime he didn't God. commit, I mean that's just that so there's nothing sad. you can do to yeah there's nothing you can do to to and especially for even that that case honestly they could do a whole movie on that case alone because that case is even wackier yeah the guy just said I could tell looking at him that he was a murderer right just awful looking you, at
0: that, that don't even make no that sense that sentence and then
1: that held up in a court of law like that is Insane. In and the eighties. Like again, this wasn't like again, this wasn't in the twenties. This, exactly. this, was, this wasn't in the thirties. This wasn't in the forties. Yeah. This was I'm talking eighties. Very like, recent. Yeah. Think like about it. Man, that that that's is that's a,
0: taking away someone's years. You can't get those life back. Man.
1: That's someone's whole I'm not even thirty yet. Right. So you're taking you know what <laughs> exactly. I mean, you're taking you're taking away someone's whole life, man. And he was
0: probably already in his twenties and, yeah. and and that's an extra thirty years you man, can't get that. Back.
1: You can't take none of that, man. You can't. Kids, family, right. vacations. I mean, you—you you, your entire prime, your—you. I mean, come on, man. Exactly. There's really
2: so much
0: you can do when you get to a certain age. Yeah, man. Like, you just. Come on now.
1: Yeah, getting a job. I yeah. mean, just so many things. Just, I mean, just anything. So, I mean, you just can't even. I don't think there's anything you can even compare that to. Yeah, you no. know, so um, so it's rough. Favorite parts so on a lighter note. My mm-hmm. favorite, one of my favorite parts is at the beginning of the movie. Uh, they did play an Alabama Shakes song. I do like Alabama Shakes. I don't. <laughs> do you like Alabama Shakes? i heard them. I don't them? really listen to it. If uh, if uh, someone there's worth checking out. Mm-hmm. Um, Brittany Howard, who is the lead singer. It's an odd group. So mm-hmm. it's a group of uh, it's a group of white men, and then their lead singer is a black girl, uh, Brittany Howard. Okay. Yeah. Alabama, yeah, Alabama Shakes. They're uh, it's a cool group though. She actually just released a solo album this year, oh. uh, which is good. So yeah, definitely she has a great voice. So worth checking out. But they were one of their songs played at the beginning, so I like mm-hmm. that. Um, I've said in the podcast before that one of my dreams is at one point is to uh, create soundtracks for movies. That'd be yes, a lot of fun. Yes, that's so, so, and I'm sure cool, you, yeah. as a as a musician, would definitely mm-hmm. love that. Yeah, definitely a goal right there. Yeah, <laughs> that'd sure. be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it, you know, honestly, to start, it'd probably be cool just to find like if I found some friends that were like starting, you know, doing a movie, and it's like, hey, mm-hmm. let me just do the soundtrack for it. Yeah, just to you know start out. Um, I might
0: be able to get you some connects with that. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> appreciate it. Uh, uh-huh.
1: And when uh, another part was when he was making uh, when he was making uh, copies of the tape. Or uh, mm-hmm. that was saying, yeah, when he was going back there and the lady was like, they don't pay me enough to, to stop you when he was like, you know, looking for help. Yep. And uh, I, it's so funny because I thought back of, I thought back to uh, to college, just working. at I was working at Tropical Smoothie in college at Ooh, one point. We just had that. Oh, really? <laughs> I love Tropical Smoothie. <laughs> yes. Uh, like, you know, sometimes you work somewhere and I've heard friends say like, oh, I worked at whatever food place. And now I hate their food. Mm-hmm. Working at tropical smoothie made me like tropical smoothie more. Mm-hmm. So it's so funny. Yeah. Uh, it's really good though. But anyway, working there thinking of like people who would get like, you know, a soft drink, get a water and then fill their water cup up with like soda. Mm-hmm. And it's so, and it's like, Hey, they don't pay me enough to stop you. So exactly. I don't really care. So that's what I thought of. Like that's immediately what I thought it was just hilarious. Yeah. Um, seeing that. So that was another part that just made me laugh. Um, But all in all, though the movie, the ending, I thought uh, seeing the the one white cop who made him strip at the beginning, seeing his heart kind of change as the movie went out. And he was obviously, I think he was almost Michael B. Jordan on the cop force, meaning he was new, he had just started, Mm -hmm. and he was still malleable. So it was cool to see him start off kind of. Again, just giving into the culture and then seeing his heart kind of changing like, man, now that I'm seeing this stuff, I think seeing the execution, Mm -hmm. you know, you see his face during that and it was kind of tough for him to go through that and you start to see him soften up. Yeah. So that was cool to see, um, the final scene in the courtroom just emotional, Mm -hmm. um, and him getting off. And Mm -hmm. I think the audience definitely felt that they did a great job of just like the release. Like you felt the like pressure come off even as the audience. Um, so again, speaking to the writing was just great. Um, I just couldn't imagine the you know, the relief you feel. I mean, no matter how much you put it into a movie, there's no way you can even put yourself in that, that shoe in your, in those person's shoes of uh, just hard feeling that's a
0: position to imagine yourself yeah. in.
1: Yeah. So um so that was that was great. Again the stats uh that were provided at the very end. One mm-hmm. the one guy getting out after thirty years of being um you know, in in prison for a crime he didn't commit. And then uh the stats saying that ten percent or it was technically one you know, for every nine people mm-hmm. Uh, and on death row, one of them is, is killed. Who's yeah. innocent. Yeah. So 10%, 10% of the people killed on death row innocent. are innocent. Like, that's just that is sickening. Just, oh you know, God. that's just like, wow, that's one in 10 people. That's just, that, that really got me as I was walking out the yeah. theater.
0: In half of those cases, you know how they were saying, um, there's no way that the lawyers and all the people and the judges actually read the actual yeah. case because if you read the case it doesn't make it any sense, sense. Yeah. so i feel like that's probably how it is still is yeah they're yeah they're not even reading it It could be yeah
1: yeah it definitely could be yeah they're like you're not doing your due diligence cuz if they're going back and looking and finding that it's that is exactly. that they're innocent then the person who was handling in the first place probably wasn't really exactly. doing the, the proper research and you know so um so yeah it was just it was like i said all in all a really good movie um you know these types of movies like i said are tough to watch mm. but uh they're important yeah. you know it's important to watch and i'm glad it ended on a high note very powerful movie Yeah, well written um it did it you know it felt it felt long at parts but Mm -hmm. again like i said at the end you kind of appreciate yeah how long it was because you did have to it did take time to develop some of these characters and really feel how they felt yeah um but yeah like i said it was it was really cool and i think it's again um i was bringing this up in what movie was i reviewing uh 20 have you seen 21 bridges no uh, has a uh, Chadwick Boseman, so other other so Black Panther yeah. uh, and it uh, me and my aunt actually reviewed it a couple weeks ago on mm. here so uh, so that was fun but I, w- I brought up the point that how power can corrupt people mm-hmm. and how I think that you know anyone who gets a good amount of power I think it you know at some point they abuse it yeah um and not to put that on just everyone but yeah. even if it's something small so like the example I gave is like let's say you were the um Let's say you were like the, the um, department head of like a police department mm-hmm. and, you know, your son, you know, has a parking ticket. Mm. You're probably going to get it waived. Right. Yeah. And even though that doesn't hurt anybody, it's not right. evil or anything. No one would say like you're the worst person ever. Right. But it's still it's, an abuse of power. Exactly. So That's um, true. and I think it is, you know, it is disgusting. Not on that, not that example specifically, <laughs> yeah. but in some of the examples we see in the movie, how disgusting it is, how power can corrupt average people. You know, and they're, prejud- you know, it kind of enables their darker inhibitions or mm. prejudice. It allows them to, you know, to act on those yeah. in a, in a bigger scale. That's true. Um, so it's just, you know, that point, whether it's prejudice or whatever, again, what, like I said, parking ticket, whatever it is that, because every person, nobody's perfect mm-hmm. and everyone has their vice or things mm. that, you know, they are, they're working on. Yeah. And, um and again, I think it's easier to exploit those things when you have power and you can do it without any consequence
2: that's true
0: nobody's just gonna say anything to you or yeah but it's definitely important not to do that don't do that yeah don't do that <laughs> yeah don't do it
1: um, yeah lauren says don't do it so do not uh what would you uh rank this movie on a scale of one to ten
0: oh i i give it the ten. Ten? yeah just the emotional the it's it's production really of it the actor everything was like perfect
1: yeah I gave it a 8.4, um, but yeah, still very. I thought it was really, really good. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't have a lot of complaints. It was, it was um, great movie, yeah. um, and and definitely would suggest. Uh, I actually I'm gonna text my my parents after this and tell them because they'll <laughs> ask me like, what should we go see like when they go on date night and stuff. And yeah. I'm like, I'll shoot them a text and say, hey, next Friday you guys gotta go check out mm-hmm. uh, Just I'll Mercy. Their,
0: their eyes out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Together. For sure. My mom would definitely be crying. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: So um i would definitely say uh it's worth going to see opening night Mm. um definitely worth going to see opening night uh if you you know it's not something that if you don't go see it opening night it'll someone will ruin it for you right um so if you go five dollars Tuesday, that's fine but you know it's definitely you won't feel like you wasted your money by Mm -hmm. any means um upcoming movies any upcoming movies you're looking forward to
0: so i was actually searching some up today Mm -hmm. move on oh yeah they're making, a, like, a real live A live version. action, yeah. I was like, I did not know this was coming out. So yeah. I'm really excited to see that because I was obsessed with Mulan. I still really? am to this day. I love yeah,
1: it. it was a great movie. It's a, so I, I'm a huge Disney fan. Mm-hmm. Um, And I actually, so when I first saw, when I saw the first trailer for Mulan, mm-hmm. I didn't like it. I mean, the first one they released, like, several months ago. Yeah. And then I saw the newer one that they released, like... When what, what was it around they were releasing around an event i don't know what it was but it was mm-hmm. like maybe two three weeks ago mm-hmm. and i was like oh shoot this looks fire like this like <laughs> yeah. so i think i don't know what was up with the first trailer but this yeah. next trailer i was like oh i'm definitely going to see that yes. so i'm excited about it again i loved the original mulan yes. um and uh and i'm excited i think this this one they are trying to make more um Accurate to the actual culture, to mm-hmm. Chinese culture. They said there was a lot of inaccuracies in the first one. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to see how they're gonna like change up some of the things in this one. Yeah. Uh so I'm excited. I'm excited to go see that too. Uh upcoming movie for me is Tenet, um, with mm. John David Washington. That preview was in uh-huh. in this movie. Um, so I mentioned it in a in a prior episode that I was excited for it. Mm-hmm. But in the prior preview I saw, it was like very short, like you had no idea what it was about. Right. Um, Bob was just kind of intrigued, they got me. And this one, obviously, they expounded upon it a bit more. The IMDb description is still pretty vague. It's a, an action epic revolving uh, around an international espionage, time travel, and evolution. Mm-hmm. So, still very vague. Yeah. But it looks interesting. Yeah. John David Washington is a great actor. Um, so, definitely, we're seeing. They have a $200 million budget on the movie. So, I'm like, I don't know what they did in this movie. But I, I'm just curious for that now, it's too. It's going to be spectacular. You it's got to be, right? Right? Oh yeah, they got to be expecting a big return. So. Yes. Um, but yeah, that is all I had, Lauren. Uh, did you want to add anything else? Um, nah. No. Nope. I'm good. <laughs> go check out Lauren's song. I, oh, your song, yeah. yes. I've been got some movie. You're in about this to forget, movie. yeah.
0: <laughs> um, you can go check out my song on Apple Music. Spotify, YouTube. It's called Remember by Very Special Ed by uh, featuring Laura Nicole, L-A-U-R-Y-N-N-I-C-H-O-L-E. So that's Remember on all streaming fa- platforms. Oh, there we go. No,
1: you're good. <laughs> I uh, No, I, if I don't write down, so that's why I have notes on my computer. If okay. I don't write stuff down, I, I mess stuff up yes. all that. Even, even still, I mess stuff up even when I write down. But, yes, thank you. Appreciate you coming up here. Thank you. Driving down here. Um, hopefully it wasn't too much of a hassle trying to find the recording studio. Um Thank you all for listening. Until next week, peace.